Welcome to the Riveting Rosies podcast, a space dedicated to conversations with women that educate, empower, and inspire. I'm your host, Francesca, and I'm so excited to be here with you and share the stories of some badass women. Um, So thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I'm just going to start by letting you introduce yourself um, and briefly talk about the kind of work that you do. All right. So my name is Megan Schmidt. I am a mindset and energy transformation coach, and I work with women and helping them create their aligned life, which is my program that I have for them. It's called the Aligned Life Program. And so it's a 12-month program that takes them through how they can create their aligned life. And the base of everything is our energy, our thoughts, and our emotions. And then from there, we work on the individual goals. So I kind of got started in all of this from, I'm a mom, I have three little girls, and um, well, now they are six, five, and three. But um, a, a few years ago, when I just had my first two daughters, I they're 16 months apart. And so because of that and, and the hormones and everything that was going on, and my husband worked shift work, he still does, um, I was really going through a hard time. I was not coping well. I had like postpartum anxiety. And I just, I knew that I wasn't myself. And I knew that I wasn't dealing with things well. and. I realized looking at my life, I was like, I'm feeling a lot of negative emotion, more negative emotion throughout the day than positive. And that wasn't like me. So, I mean, nothing happens overnight, of course. And so from there, I have been a yoga instructor for 13 years, I believe it is. And so I had that background, but I didn't um, have the mindset knowledge that I do now, but I knew enough. I was into personal development that I knew enough to kind of get me started. And just through different podcasts and other books and things like that, I had begun to make changes in taking responsibility, right? That was the biggest thing for me because I kept blaming other people and circumstances for Mm -hmm. where I was. And from there, taking responsibility, which is a hard thing to do in the beginning, I started to see I really was in control. I started to learn that. And eventually when I had my third daughter, I enrolled to become a health coach. And so she was four months old when I started the program and it was awesome. You know, like somebody might hear that and think, you know, oh my goodness, you had three kids, three and under, And a four-month-old when you were taking, you know, a 12-month program or something. (laughs) But to me, it gave me so much energy that it wasn't, it wasn't even like a drain or a chore or anything like that. And that is one thing that I really, one of the biggest things that I took away Mm -hmm. besides all of the health coaching knowledge was that when you are in alignment and when you are doing what your passions are, you are purposeful, you get energy from that. And that's something that I really work with with women because what I find, and I'm sure this is kind of where our conversation will go today, but 
what I find is that women are emotionally eating, um, watching TV, just kind of like unconsciously, it's just what they do, right? Or they're online shopping, these different forms of buffering that we do, drinking or gossiping or all these things, right? That just aren't serving us, but we engage in those things. And you're, you're, you might be doing those things because you don't have that passion, because you don't have alignment or feel purposeful. And once you feel purposeful, once you are in alignment with your direction, I really think that things start to fall into place and things become a little bit more automatic. You're not going to feel like sitting on the couch and eating a bowl of chips or something like that because you have other things that you want to do. It just, it just becomes like automatic. So in a roundabout way, I guess that's kind of, that's who I am, how I got here and kind of what I do. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would like to start um, just by kind of like diving into a little bit about your business and how you got started. And then um, like towards the end, move into a little bit more of like um, mindset stuff and like advice for others and what you work with clients on and that sort of thing. So can you start by talking a little bit about um like you, you mentioned that you've been uh, a yoga instructor for a while and then you did like the health coaching program. So can you talk a little bit more about um, like those things and your educational background and how they led you to um, what you do today? Yeah, for sure. So some people, some people might describe themselves as like the black sheep or like the odd one out. And I really felt like that when I was younger I kind of and and maybe this is how everyone feels I don't know like I haven't really talked about this with like a ton of other people but I actually do think that the women my clients the women in my program that they feel like this on some level like they know that things that can are considered and I'm saying quotations that are considered normal um that they are Okay. I'm sorry. I I don't know if you can hear in the background, but like I said, I've got three little kids and my husband is home, but you might hear occasional piano. (laughs) I don't hear anything. (laughs) Okay. 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 So anyways, um, I really considered myself or felt like I was different even when I was really young. And I have always been really like in touch with animals like that might sound strange but like I was very compassionate and and like I felt you know I felt a lot and then when I was 15 my mom and me and my sister went to a yoga class and we signed up for like an eight-week session or something like that and I really loved it and so I continued going for a couple years and then when I was 17 in grade 12 I enrolled in a a nine-month teacher training, a 200-hour teacher training. And I was definitely by far the youngest in (laughs) the group, but I I actually felt like I fit in with those people more than I felt like I really fit in with my grade 12 class. Mm -hmm. And... Definitely there was times, you know, just being younger and having different life experiences, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I had that going on in like self-consciousness and, um, you know, 
maybe sometimes low confidence just being younger but I did feel like a sense of belonging there and just like-minded people and I knew that that was for me and so that's how I got into yoga and so I've been teaching ever since I was 17 or 18 around there after the nine-month program and that was that I knew after grade 12 that I wanted obviously to continue with yoga and I've always been teaching ever since then I thought I knew I wanted to do my own business but I had no idea what that looked like at that time so I enrolled in excuse me about that I enrolled in a um, business administration course sorry you guys I went for a run this morning and I just like have a little bit of a cough in my throat from maybe all that fresh air, (laughs) but I enrolled to become, um, or to do a business administration program. And that was good. I knew I wanted to kind of keep the entrepreneur spirit in me, but Mm -hmm. I did just work for a few different companies in that time. And then when we had our girls, my first two girls, since they were close together, I decided not to go back to work after my first one was born because my second one was born um, fairly close after, but like before um, I was going to go back to work. And so I didn't feel like I could put them in daycare when I was in, and to go to a job that I didn't feel really fired up and passionate about it just, Mm -hmm. and especially because my husband really loves his job. He's a firefighter and he's really passionate about his job. And so I knew that I wanted that for myself too. And then I, I believed it was possible. And so then, you know, I kind of, I kind of played the victim for a few years thinking like, I just don't know what I want to do. And I definitely indulged in confusion, which is something that I talk to my clients about not doing because <laughs> I was definitely doing it. Um, and I know how, how it can be very tempting to think that I just don't know, you know, and think that the answer is outside of you. And I now know that that's not true, that you have the answers if you allow yourself to get quiet enough and to, to allow the answer to come. But for a while there, that was just part of my journey, right? And so when my third daughter was finally born, I just remember thinking, okay, you're starting to feel better. You've got to figure this out you've got to figure out what you're going to do because I wasn't fully fulfilled being a stay-at-home mom. I'm still, I would still consider myself a stay-at-home mom, but I, I'm a work from home mom as well. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I knew that I wanted something that was going to be flexible because I loved having the time to be at home, still prepare health, the meals for my girls and spend time with them, still be the one taking care of them, but also wanting to feel fulfilled, wanting to help other women, because I really felt at that point that I did have knowledge to share, that I was able to help people. Whereas before I, I didn't feel like that, obviously. So then when I came across health coaching, I didn't even know that that was a thing until I saw something about it. And I'm instantly knew I'm like, I need to do this. It was just such an obvious yes for me. And so I enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And that was one of the best things. It was a 12 month thing, like I said, program online. 
and I learned a lot about health, a lot about myself, and a lot of just about whole body health, which is something that we we talk about in my program. Because health or happiness, you know, I I almost think of health and happiness as like the same thing because you have to have one to have the other one, Mm -hmm. I believe. So like health and happiness is never just one thing, right? Like you can't just have a great relationship and a poor, a poor physical health or poor mental health or poor emotional health. Like everything Mm -hmm. feeds into each other. So that is what the Align Life program is all about is cultivating whole body health and whole body happiness. Yeah, that's super interesting. And just like going back to what you said about um, like growing up when you were younger and always feeling like you didn't really fit in. Um, I think it's super interesting that you mentioned that because I definitely kind of felt the same way when I was growing up. Um, like I, I always tended to get along a lot better with like people that were older than I was. Um, and even in like close friend groups, I always kind of felt like I wasn't as close with them as they were with each other, if that makes sense. (laughs) So that's kind of interesting that you mentioned that. Um, So talking a little bit more about when you started working and um, like as a health coach and started your business and all of that. So like what drove you to, um, you know, like take all of that knowledge that you had learned and actually start working with people? Yeah, good question. So um when you are i think with the 12 month program that i did with that you around like the 6 or 7 month mark you can start um taking on clients at that point and for a while like i i felt like i was ready but looking back right hindsight is always uh 2020 <laughs> looking back i i was yeah totally hey I was confused still and initially I wanted to work with women specifically around plant-based nutrition so I've been uh, vegetarian and now vegan for the last 13 years as well like when I did my yoga teacher training um, that was just like an automatic gift that happened at that time for me and so that was a huge passion of mine. It's always, you know, for the last 13 years, it's always been a huge passion of mine, plant-based nutrition or vegetarianism, whatever, however you want to define it. And that was my initial thing is, you know, to, to be helping women transition to that plant-based diet. And then I thought to myself, okay, there's so much information out there. Like people know, like we, we, we know from, what the age of six, like I have a six-year-old or five, you know, my five-year-old, even my three-year-old even probably knows the foods that are going to be the most health promoting. And I thought to myself, why are people not wanting to do it more? Like not wanting to include these foods in their, in their diet more. And after a little bit of soul searching and my own, like allowing myself to really own what was the most interesting to me, the most, um, where my, where my passion really was going was the mindset behind it. Right. Because if you know that you, you know, like a salad is going to be healthy for you to include, you know, daily, for example, 
why are you not doing it? Like if you know that going for a walk or a run or some yoga or meditation or all these things that most, you know, a lot of people know about, why are people not doing it? Right. Excuses, um, fear, you know, they'll like excuses, like, I don't know how, or I don't have time and, and just things like that. And that all comes back to mindset, of course, right? It, it all comes back to not utilizing their mind properly. And, and this is when I got into my true passion. I really allowed myself to start talking about what was really interesting to me rather than what felt safe. Being trained as like a health coach, it felt like that's what I should be talking about is more of like the physical health, the food and the movement and yoga, for example. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of training on my own, um, learning on my own and courses and stuff now on mindset that I have shifted to really talking about that because that's actually what's stopping people is they don't understand that it's their thoughts that produce their feelings and the feelings are what drive people to take action or to not take action. So if you are thinking a thought such as it's hard to be healthy. Maybe that's a belief that you have growing up. You saw your mom struggle or your dad struggle or someone struggle with health. You have learned that it's hard to be healthy. And even if you consciously don't want to believe that anymore, it's still going to be a subconscious belief likely. um, If you look at yourself and you don't have the health that you want. That's how you can tell that it's a, a, that it's still something that you believe mm-hmm. even subconsciously because you can look at the results that you have in your life. So if you don't have the money that you want, if you don't have the health that you want, the relationships that you want, the lifestyle that you want, it's because you have beliefs that it's not possible for you. So with that knowledge, I have now really worked my aligned life program around helping my clients understand how they can shift their thinking, take control of their emotions and their energy, right? The, the thinking and the emotions kind of combine to be the energy, I guess you could call it, to help them take the actions that they know they want to take, that they say that they want to take, to, and then help them get the results. So our actions add up to create results in our life, of course, right? And so... If you, going back to that example, if you have the thought, it's hard to be healthy, you are going to feel defeated before you even start doing anything health promoting, right? Because you're already thinking, oh, it's so hard. And so now you're dragging your feet. You feel uninspired or unmotivated or anything along those lines. And your actions that you're going to take are going to be minimal at best, of course, right? Because Mm -hmm. you just don't feel like it. So you don't really do it. And, or you don't believe that it's even going to matter. If you do do it, you won't believe that it's going to matter. And your results are always going to prove your initial thought, right? So the results are going to be no health, right? Because it's hard to be healthy. So now you're struggling. You are struggling here. You've gotten the results of struggling with health. And now you'll say to yourself, See, I told you, I knew that this was not going to work out. I knew this was going to be hard because you didn't have control of your thinking. So if you can get awareness around your thoughts, what kind of thoughts am I thinking about my health, about my money, about my relationships, about my lifestyle, about 
anything, fill in the blank. And understand that when you have awareness, you can from there start to shift. You can't make changes on something that you're not aware about. So when you want to make changes in your health, you have to start to, <laughs> oh, I have a child coming up the stairs. Sorry. <laughs> My three-year-old is very, um, very sucky for me these days. And so she's trying to make a break for it. <laughs> but this is real life, right? Um, so anyways, I kind of lost my train of thought with that. But I do think that it's important for people to, yeah, like get awareness around their thinking and then from there see what it is that they that they want to create instead. Yeah, definitely. Did I answer your initial question? Yes. <laughs> um, okay, awesome. So going a little bit more into your program and how you work with clients, what are um, kind of like the steps that you take when you're working with someone? Um, what are like the, some of the things that people might be struggling with um, and that sort of thing? Yeah, really good question. And, you know, it's so funny because I have some clients that are young that don't have kids yet and kind of just starting out in their careers. And I have clients that are moms, you know, with kids school age, for example, and I have clients that are, that have adult children. And I would say that it's all comes down to self-worth and self-love. Like if you don't feel worthy, you're not going to take action, right? You're not going to feel like you should take action. Like Mm -hmm. who am I to have perfect health, great relationships, um, a career that I love, freedom in my lifestyle, financial freedom. Like who am I to have all of that? Like nobody else in my life has ever, you know, had, had it all, for example. And then if, so if you don't feel worthy of it, you're Mm -hmm. going to find ways to sabotage yourself. So we really do work on self, self love and worthiness because when you truly love yourself, you will, and it's never like a final destination. Let me just be clear about that. But as you begin to love yourself more, you will begin to feed yourself more nutritionally focused, we'll say, right? You will begin to move your body from a place of love and not from a place of hate. Like how many women have moved their body to torture themselves because they ate something like that is totally not going to get you results ever, ever, ever. So we need to shift into more of an abundance energy and to believe that we are worthy of loving ourselves. We are worthy of loving our body, moving our body from the place of love, feeding our body, um, having the things in our life that we, that we want. It's all a choice. People are unfulfilled simply because they do not take the time to decide, right? It's a decision to decide what it would take for them to be fulfilled. And adding on to that, they don't believe that it's possible for them if they have decided it. So to answer the question, how I work with women so that's what we work on a lot of. And then there's practices that I encourage them to start um, making more regular in their life. And those practices are going to help increase energy because when you 
increase your energy when you feel better, you are going to take better action. Always, always. So, um, like I've kind of said at the beginning, the program, my Align Life program is the only program that I have at this point, And it's a 12 month program. We start off by getting clear on what it is that you want. And so I've created a fulfillment wheel and it's has the 11 categories of life that I believe that if you nurture each of these categories and, you know, first make a decision on what it is that you want for yourself in these categories and then work towards achieving that, then that's how you create more of an aligned life, of course, right? And so that's kind of our first beginning part of the program. And then we have calls throughout the 12 months that are, you know, what's coming up for you? What are we celebrating? We always start off with the celebration because when you can be happy for how things are going, genuinely grateful, appreciative, thankful for the good that you do have in your life, more of that is going to show up. It's law. So we always start off with a celebration and then we go over, you know, what's coming up, where are you feeling stuck, what's holding you back, and then action steps. You know, by the end of the call, there's always some action steps to, for women to, for the, my clients to take, to move forward, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So talking a little bit more about mindset, um, I, I know you mentioned like how important that is to have as kind of like the basis for everything else. Um, and I would imagine that maybe like one of the frequent limiting beliefs is like that I, I don't have time for this. Um, like, you know, I just, I don't have time to make these changes, so I'm just not going to. Um, and I'm sure like as a mom of three, um, and also like running your business, you know, like not having enough time or feeling like you don't have enough time is probably something that you've wrestled with as well. So for anyone who's feeling that way, um, how would you suggest that they kind of like go about making changes in their life without feeling so overwhelmed by trying to like add more things into their schedule? Yeah, such a good question and so important to talk about this because, um, well, a few things. Let me start here. The feeling of overwhelm, right, and and all emotions, so anything that you're feeling, positive and negative, like I kind of touched on earlier, our emotions are created from our thinking. So you're not overwhelmed. And some of you are going to hear this and you're going to not like me (laughs) from saying this, okay? But I want to be honest with you. (laughs) And I mean, I have fought against this truth for a while too in my own life because, you know, exactly like you said, being a mom, you know, there's lots to focus on. And, and I've, I've definitely struggled with this in the past, but feeling overwhelmed is not caused by what's on your to-do list. It is caused by how you think about it. So there could be somebody that has, you know, 15 things on their to-do list, which I don't really encourage people to have to-do lists, but let's just go with that, right? So you might have 15 things that you know you need to do and you are like, perfect. Like I can totally tackle this. This is great. I've got it covered. I feel organized because I know what I need to do, right? And then you might have somebody that has three things on their to-do list and they might be like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. How am I going to get all this done? Da, 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 da. And you might just be feeling 
overwhelmed, right? But it's because of how you are thinking about it. And it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. The, the person who has 15 things to do, she's thinking that she is capable, that she has a case, that she knows what to do, that she's going to be able to get it done. The other person is thinking that she's not capable, that, you know, it's too much for her to handle and all of these things. And so you can't just take that thought and just think, okay, well, I'm just going to think that I'm capable. If you don't believe it, you have to believe it. And that's what I kind of said earlier in this podcast is that you can think something, but if you, if your emotion doesn't back it up, then it doesn't make a difference. Okay. So I could sit here all day long and I could think, um, if so, let's, let me just give you an example. If I didn't believe that it was health, that it was easy to be healthy, um, I could sit here and I could be like, it's easy to be healthy. It's easy to be healthy, but I don't believe that because I haven't found maybe proof of that yet, for example. So if I think something that I don't believe, I'm basically lying to myself. So what I have my clients do is tell themselves, I'm in the process of believing that it's easy to be healthy because I think people can believe that, right? You can believe that you're in the process of change. You can believe that, that's, that it's possible and that's going to be much more helpful. So you can tell yourself, like, I'm in the process of believing that I am capable of achieving what I need to achieve or, or getting done what I need to get done. Um, then moving on to time. When you, when you don't really understand time, you're going to feel like you're always you know, chasing it or that you never have enough time. And, and that's what so many women say. And they're missing the point that time is like a man-made construct, right? We've created time. Without us, there is no time. So we are the creators of time. And when you are taking aligned action, it's like almost like time slows down for you or you are like at a super speed and you're able to accomplish more or be more effective while you are doing the thing. <laughs> because you are in flow, because you are taking aligned action rather than when you're in unaligned action, such as like, oh, I don't feel like working out. This is going to be so painful. I don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. That is when, you know, when you are not in aligned action or if you're running around the house in a panic and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. This is everything's, you know, I'm running late and I've got too much to do and I'm so overwhelmed. And that's when you're in unaligned action. You're not in alignment to source, I guess you could say, and you are always going to be chasing time. So it's not like I'm encouraging you to just like, oh, think positive thoughts because that's not just it. You have to also believe it. And that takes a little bit of time. Sometimes some people can, you know, instantly shift and that's great. But if you are thinking that you don't have time, your result is going to be that you don't have time. Like I told you earlier, your thought, your results are always going to prove your thought true. So I'd be aware of your thinking if that's something that you do think if you're listening to this and, you, and you're, and you're um, feeling like you don't have time, then you're going to have to want to shift that. And I would bet that you're spending time doing things that are not moving the needle forward on your health or on your happiness. So a few things that are going to help you. We all have to eat, right? Make those times that you're eating focused around whole plant-based foods. 
if you're taking the time to cook anyways, or pick up something from fast food, you can take the time to fuel yourself with whole plant-based foods. That's going to provide you with more energy and more health. And like I said, when you feel better, you produce better always. So be aware of what you are doing and how you can make it more effective. You know, staying up late because you think that you, this is my only kid-free time. For example, this is something I used to do. I used to stay up too late because I wanted to like take advantage of my, my child-free time once my kids were in bed at the end of the day. And all I did was just watch TV, eat popcorn, watch TV, like night after night after night. No wonder I was unfulfilled. That doesn't fill you up. Consuming food and consuming like shows doesn't fulfill you. I'm not saying that you can't ever do that, but what fulfills people is like creating and um, doing, taking that action that's going to help you move towards your goals. So you have to let go of instant gratification, right? Instant gratification is consuming the highly palatable food. Instant gratification is watching a TV show instead of working out because you can work out one time and there's no results, right? There's nothing to show for it basically. But you know that when you do it for a month, a year, it becomes your lifestyle. You have results, you have something to show for it. So we have to shift from instant gratification to delayed gratification and trust that it's worth it. And so if you're spending time in the evening, and I know that some of you maybe, I don't know exactly the ages of your listeners, but make sure that, the, <clears throat> that what you're doing is providing you with happiness and or health and that your thinking is going to help you take action on what is important to you. Does that answer your question fully? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I want to just kind of like wrap things up <clears throat> by asking well, you know, like the journey that you've gone on from, um, you know, like starting when you were just becoming a yoga instructor and all of that to like where you are now um, running your own business and everything, what would you say has been the most important thing that you've been able to learn about yourself throughout that experience? Definitely that we are capable of far more than we gave ourselves credit for initially. <laughs> You know, like if you have a desire for something, actually, yeah, this is really important to leave you all with. If you have a desire for something, that means it is in you to accomplish. I believe that we are put here on earth with things that our soul needs to do to expand. And so when you have this little nudge inside of you that's telling you like, go after this, do this, whatever it is. Um, it means that it's in you. And so it doesn't serve you at all to um, worry or to feed fear or to doubt yourself because that feeling, like that desire that you have inside of you means that you are totally capable of achieving what it is that you want. It doesn't mean that's going to be always easy doesn't mean that it's going to come instantly. doesn't mean that you aren't going to have to work for it. doesn't mean that you won't have 
challenges to overcome, but it means that it's in you. And I think you owe it to yourself to go after it. And when you thrive, other people thrive. And that is a thought that you can choose to believe. And it's going to serve you to believe that. So I encourage everyone to start believing that when I thrive, everyone else benefits because we're all energy. So when you are putting off the energy of of thriving, other people are going to soak that in too. You give people permission to care for themselves, to love themselves, to, to be happy deliberately when you are doing that as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that's such great advice, especially for, um, you know, like I think a lot of people that are listening are kind of like in the age range where maybe they don't know what they want to do. So kind of like just giving yourself permission to explore whatever you think is calling your name. I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. You can't make a wrong decision if, if that's something that, you know, if you're trying to figure it out. (laughs) You're not, you can't make a wrong decision. So um, there's always something that you need to learn. You know, if you think you made a wrong decision, there was a lesson that you needed to learn in that situation. So um, do the things that are the most obvious to you right now. And I really believe that the next step will present itself. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that is all that I have for you today. So thank you so much for coming on here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Riveting Rosies podcast. A new episode is released every Monday and Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. I would love if you left a review to tell me what you liked about this episode or let me know if you have any suggestions about who you want to hear on the podcast in the future. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at rivetingrosies.podcast to get updated when new episodes are released and to find out about upcoming guests. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope you'll join me again for next week's episodes.